Welcome to Time for Success, Business Owner Moms Edition. And we have Diane Carson here today. Hi, Diane. How's Hello. it going? I'm excited to be here. Thank oh, you. it's great to have you here. So Time for Success, uh, this show is all about helping to really equip business owners with uh, the information, the ideas, and, and really having this conversation about, you know, what is success and how do we achieve that to have the businesses that give our, our employees and our, and our families the lives that we dream of, right? And um, I just wanted to have a special uh, thank you for uh, Linda Baker with Damsel in Defense. Uh, she's actually sponsoring this program. They actually have some in- incredible um, self-defense uh, object, uh, uh, tools, objects, what is that? No, self-defense tools. Um, I believe that the, the statistics are that one in five women um, are, are subject to rape or, or, or sexual abuse, you know, and they're trying to change those statistics. So um, honored really to actually have her as a sponsor. Um, so anybody who's interested in talking more about that, uh, 636-248-1550 is her number. But uh, Diane, again, I wanted to say thank you so much for coming out on the show today. And um can you tell the audience a little bit more about uh, promo experts okay. and what you do? And, and um, it, you know, I know if on the, you're on the radio, you don't see the Facebook Live, but on the Facebook Live, I'm, I'm holding up one of the uh, the bottles that she brought in. <laughs> you're welcome. Thank you. Um, yes, promo experts. Uh, I started this company um, by myself uh, three years ago. Yeah. And um, it's named that way. Um, I'm almost to the point where <laughs> I wish I'd never named it that because um, <laughs> it, that was the URL that was available at the time. Okay. All right. So I was putting in promotions, experts. I'm an expert at promotions. Yeah. And I ended up with this. So when I'm having to spell mm. it out, I, I always have to say X-P-E-R-T-Z. And they go, <laughs> E-X-P? No, X-P-E-R-T-Z. So <laughs> I guess it's memorable. So that's yeah. one thing. Um, so yes, it was. Um, I had a business partner with an, uh, a different marketing company for uh-huh. over twenty years, and she decided that she wanted to retire. And okay. I'm still young at heart, and um, I've got a lot left in me. So I wasn't ready to retire. So I thought, okay, we were um, targeting manufacturers, uh, ten to twenty-five million in sales, who couldn't afford the big. VP of marketing. Yeah. And I thought, well, it's not just me right now. So, and I enjoyed helping them with their trade shows. I loved helping them to select items as giveaways, yeah. uh, things for corporate gifts, all of that. That was my passion. And uh, I also was um, handling the PR in our little marketing company. So I thought I could take that and um, transfer it on to helping entrepreneurs who wear many hats mm-hmm. and um, small businesses and move their marketing forward. So it's, wow. it's been fun. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so your your passion has always been around just the, the fun items that get people, I guess, to keep thinking about you, right? Exactly. After right. the event, after the interaction. Correct. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, water bottles are so common these days. They and this are. is perfect. Yeah. This is perfect. <laughs> Uh, I know I'm always trying to, because you know, I, if I if I don't actually have a water bottle, I know I'm not drinking enough water, right? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, it's eco- ecological. It's it's yes, um, yes. If you're putting it in a bottle, you're not using a plastic something plastic. So. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. So, now Diane, of course, you're a mother as well, right? Mm-hmm. So, can you tell us a little bit more about your family? Well, um, I'm actually an empty nester at this point because my son is in his 30s, and yeah. um, he actually is a small business owner as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a, a graphic design company called Everything Design, mm-hmm. and also he has a space at uh, Chesterfield Mall, which is an mm-hmm. office space. Um, so he, um, I was a single mother. 
Okay. And um, I got downsized for the second time in mm. my career. The first time was when I worked for the British government and um, Maggie Thatcher closed 32 posts worldwide. Oh, no. So that was my first downsizing. And then my second one was um, I actually got divorced and downsized in the, in the same month. So that was fun. Really? So, you know, life hands you lemons. You make lemonade. And yeah. um, I was on a corporate plane. I was traveling a lot. It really was not conducive to, you know, being a single mom. So yeah. I said, no one's going to do that to me again. And so... Um, I started this marketing company with with, a, with a, actually a mother of one of my uh, my son's friends. Wow! And so now, um, you know, fast forward, um, he's gone. He has two kids of his own, his yeah. own little business. So um, I'm really enjoying, you know, kind of being able to come and go. And you know, although I really did, I I managed to while he was living with me. Um, managed to attend, you know, most of his school functions. Uh, took him roller hockey. He was into really big. Uh, we did a lot of that. Um, so I was always there for him, and that was what was so good about having a home office. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so where was this office? It was in St. Louis. Was it in where? in uh, in Wildwood? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So you've been in St. Louis for a number of years. Yes, I have. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> obviously, I'm not from there originally. So. <laughs> Where are you from originally? I'm. I was born in England. Wow, that's great. Mm-hmm. That's great. So, uh, so I'm. I'm just curious, and this maybe just kind of off the on a tangent, but what brought you to St. Louis in the first place? Well, my father was in the Royal Navy. Okay. And he came to McDonnell Douglas, ah, which is now Boeing. Okay. To purchase Phantom aircraft for the Royal Navy. Wow. And, uh, I stayed here. They went back. So. Wow. Okay. Okay. St. Louis really is my home. I've been here longer than I've been over there, but I do visit, you know, quite often. So excellent, excellent. So, so you got into entrepreneurship really to to get more time back with your family. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It really. Um, it was a lifestyle choice. Yeah. I guess I, I couldn't travel um, mm-hmm. because of my situation. And um, also, I just wanted to be responsible for my own des- my own destiny. Yeah, um, I had a, I'd always been successful at every corporate job I had. Good. And I thought, you know what, I can transfer this onto my own company. There's no reason why I can't do that. So. Awesome, awesome. So now your your son and he is uh, he now has his own company. So mm-hmm. you must have instilled that entrepreneur spirit. From an early age with him? Um, he was 12 when I first okay. started my first little company, yes. And, um, I, yeah, I think he saw it you know, took a lot of hard work. Mm-hmm. and um, But it is possible. But I had a conversation with him not too long ago. I mean, it's a roller coaster. Yeah. And I told him, I said, you really have to have the stomach for it. I mean, if you yeah. don't, then, you know, then you have to go looking to go and get a steady paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> I always joke and say someday I'm going to get a real job. So. <laughs> At this point, I, I mean, if if uh, you've had this, you know, your business for this long, you know, you you probably would go crazy in a real normal job, wouldn't you? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Not too long ago, uh, a business associate asked me if I would be interested in working part time for a little bit. And I said, you wouldn't want me. I I would not make a good employee. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I wanted to go back. Uh, You said uh, having a strong stomach. Tell me more about what does having a strong stomach mean to you? And, and, you know, how has that helped you throughout the years? Um, I think, you know, tenacity and um, 
being strong-willed and knowing that tomorrow will be better. Yeah. Maybe today is not a good day, but tomorrow, hey, a new customer could walk in the door. You never know where your next lead is coming from. Yeah. And um, I just think being optimistic and, um, you know, glass half full, not half empty yeah. kind of approach. That's excellent. That's excellent. Yeah. So I'm sure there were uh, there were moments whenever it was not so easy to say uh, gla- the glass is half full. Was there anything that you did that really seemed to, to work for you to kind of reorient you, reorient you um, helped you to kind of shift that mindset back to the positive mindset? Sure. I, when we first started, um, I built a business on direct mail. And, oh, wow. um, okay. and uh, you know, it worked at the time. Um, and I think direct mail isn't dead. It still works. Yeah. Um, of course, social media has taken on you know, a lot of the marketing yeah. initiatives. But um in uh, 9-11, I lost two-thirds of my business overnight. And, really? Yeah, because marketing and advertising, you know, people just pulled back. that wow. They weren't going to be, you know, putting money into that. Um, and literally pretty much had to start from scratch. So um, wow. said, okay, fine. You know, I've done it once. I'll do it again. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So everybody kind of pulled their marketing budgets. Mm-hmm. So what did you do to, to, to make that shift? Did you kind of change the nature of the, your service offerings or did you just go out there and find the, the market that was still putting money into that? Or, Pretty much I mean, went out that? there and found the market. Yes, the market that, yeah. Yeah, so manufacturing was down. Okay. And so we really um, targeted more service businesses, people okay. who um, constantly need to update their marketing materials, mm-hmm. people who are um, have to have people coming in through the door yeah. every day. So, so you redefined your target market, basically, mm-hmm. and then right. you went after that. Right. You, you figured out who out there needs what I got. Right. Well, actually, I did that twice in my career. Because oh, okay. when I first started, we were targeting um, inventors. Mm. And uh, they were saying, well, you know, when my product comes to market, I'll be able to pay you. Well, we made no money for 18 months. Mm. And then yeah. um, we met a SCORE person. And uh, we were assigned oh. um, two SCORE people. And um, they were amazing. And they sat down with us and said, are you nuts? Why are you targeting people with no money? Yeah. Because all the money's tied up in um, patents and manufacturing. Yeah. And, you know, it's very little marketing budget. So uh, they said, go after the people that are already making things who have the sales and, you know, who need the help. Right. So right. that's I switched up, switched up then. So, yeah. 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 Now. Score mentorship is great for somebody who's kind of in the conceptual stage. They're trying to get their business kind of up and going, getting Absolutely. kind of their first customer base. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, can you tell tell the audience a little bit more about like like Score and and what they do? Just because they might not know, and so it might be a good resource. Right. Well, um, we our two mentors were um, VPs of advertising and marketing yeah. um, from big big corporations. Okay. And um, we would meet with them uh, once a month. And we would show them what we were doing, and mm-hmm. then they would give us ideas on, you know, how to move forward and how to, you know, gain new customers and, you know, from their experience. So 
Yeah. Yeah. But that's okay. kind of what, I mean, I know there are a lot of people out there in SCORE that are doing different things. I mean, I yeah. there are people that help you with your accounting, yeah. um, people that help you with sales, people that, you know, so, yeah. but ours ours were marketing and advertising, so. Right, so it scores through the SBA, right? Yes, correct. Yeah, Small yeah. Business Association. Mm-hmm. We so. were actually a, a SCORE success story, so. Awesome, yeah. awesome. Yeah, I would recommend SCORE for anybody because, you know, it doesn't cost anything. And actually, right. nowadays, you don't have to be retired. Um, from what I understand, you. Oh yeah, anybody there are a lot can of go. people still, you know, yeah. with small businesses that are, and it, I think it's great. You know? Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so now I want to kind of go back to the, the the concept that you you started your business to get more time with your family, correct? Right, and to reduce some of the traveling. But you came from a background of you know corporate marketing and all that. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure you, I mean, were you looking at big accounts or how did you define your target market at that point in time uh, that would be able to, to work with, you know, your background with what you did, but still not require you for, to travel all over the place? Well, you know, as I said, manufacturers at the time mm-hmm. were, um, they were wanting uh, flyers, uh, PR, which yeah. was my background. Um, and um, they were needing sales materials and the internet was just coming, just coming into full okay. swing. Yeah. Yeah. So they needed websites. Um, and so, you know, we had what we called a, a wish list of 300, mm-hmm. and we could only take on so many per year. So right. if right. we got yeah. out of that 300, if we got maybe six clients, we were happy. Oh, yeah. So, but you have to hit people many times. Right, right. Before, it takes one to seven times, or touches, before somebody makes a buying decision. So, right, right. Um, so we... Our own methodology we were using um, to help our clients to gain leads and gain mm-hmm. new customers. So we were designing um, mailings for them and yeah. marketing campaigns okay. to gain new customers. Okay. Well, that's fantastic. So you, uh, what, 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 what was your original? So you said that it was manufacturers. Was it manufacturers of a certain size? Um, well, mostly for sales. I yeah. would say it was a 10 million to 25 million. Okay. All right. Where they didn't have, you know, they didn't have the budget for a marketing department. So we basically right, right. were an outsourced marketing department, which is what I, uh, kind of bill myself now as an outsourced yeah. marketing department for entrepreneurs because you know it's the same concept yeah. they don't have the budget you know to hire somebody on a full-time basis right so right. i pretty much sit down with them we do i have a one-page um marketing action plan mm-hmm. and we talk about strategy one or Good. two goals because that's about all you can handle mm-hmm. um how are you going to get there and um and then i i do the marketing initiatives for them oh, okay. while they are able to focus on their own business. Okay, okay. So um, now is there a certain target market that you go after? I mean, because it was manufacturing and right. then you had, well, yeah. it was inventors yeah. and manufacturing and then... <laughs> um, I, nonprofits are good for me. I, oh, I've okay. got a, a couple of nonprofit clients. Um, uh, one of them particular, particularly is the Society for the Blind. So I do their PR. Mm-hmm. And then they also, they also um, I help them with their, their giveaways or their, they have a coffee cup they give away and things like that. Oh, so cool. yeah. um, I help them pick out stuff like that um and it's it's an on as needed basis yeah so i'm not not a, a continual expense to them kind right. of thing so when right. they need me they hire me on a project basis okay i love it i love it okay so now you've got a son and your son has son, uh, kids right mm-hmm. and so you've got grandchildren right, right. <laughs> i think i followed the logic right yeah so 
I'm sure spending time with the grandchildren is still important to you. Absolutely. But you still have the business to run. Right. Um, but over the course of the years, I mean, you, you've, you've, I'm sure, really developed some great time management habits. Can you, can you talk a little bit too, like how you manage your time, what maybe resources that you use that might help other people mm-hmm. to understand how to do that better? Sure. Um, I, Try to make it a point not to be out of the office on Monday and Friday. So I do a heck of a lot of networking. So sometimes that's pretty hard to stick to. Um, And then I also have what I call a 15-minute rule, Mm -hmm. Um, mostly with IT stuff. If if I can't do something within 15 minutes, I pick up the phone and call somebody that can help me. Normally my son. (laughs) (laughs) Well, these days, kids learn so fast it might be your grandchildren. (laughs) There you go. Yes. <laughs> yeah. My my little uh, my little two year old gra- uh, my three year old grandson. He's really good at video games. Yeah. Believe it yeah. Or not. yeah. I have to laugh because my son's real proud of it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, I think I remember my uh, my thirteen year old. I think she was like four or five or something like that. And uh, my my mother in law was trying to f- figure out something on her phone, and, and oh. my <laughs> my daughter. Sure. Her at that age. Absolutely. So yeah. 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 So so. Um, so, fifteen-minute rule—that's—that's mm-hmm. that's a phenomenal rule. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, uh, people waste so much time on things that mm-hmm. you know they should just get some right. help out with, right? right? Yeah. It's, so you know, it's no point getting frustrated. You know, just yeah. So you kind of have that team around you of people that you can go to. You've right. got the IT guy. You've right, got those right. other things. Good. Right. Right. Good. Yeah. Good. So, um, and so, how do you manage your schedule? So you said Monday and Fridays mm-hmm. you try to stay in the office, or you right. at least try not to. To, right. to go out to another networking event. Mm-hmm. Um, what about the rest of the week? Do you time block? What does that look well, like? Well, so if I have client visits, I usually try to make them before an, uh, a networking event or uh, after because yeah. I belong to a couple of chambers. So obviously I go to their lunches. Yeah. Um, I go to um, mostly try to stay away from evening things. Uh, but, you know, sometimes um, I think there's a happy hour for uh, tonight. I'll probably mm. go go to that because I will be out. So yeah. if I'm out, then I'll go to one. But okay, um, yeah. So I try to I I try to sort of um, put all, them all together, especially if I'm in you know the same area. So it, uh, yeah, it works. Where if I'm usually I spend a lot of time in the valley. It seems you know meeting uh, people and yeah. call these. Um, there, but also my, my son's facility. Oh, has a, right, right, he's, right. Yeah, yeah, he's got a great facility. He's at got just the co-working space. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the annex, right? Well, it's not a, well, it's sort of a co-working. Yeah, it's the annex. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's mostly, um, you can get an office there for okay. a real um, affordable amount. And, um, and they also have a podcasting room, and they've got a, um, a video, a green room, and yeah. they have a really nice... Um, boardroom that you could meet clients in so fantastic yeah i'm lucky yeah. in that respect yeah it, does he give you space yeah oh good yeah. good right <laughs> he better yeah right yeah <laughs> you know what i sacrificed for you <laughs> i know he keeps saying you should you should just come in here and work every day i said no i really like being at home you know when i first had a home office i never dared tell anybody because it yeah. made you look so small you know mm. this was like some 20 years ago but right, now people right. go how do you do that i'd really like to do it you know? right so, yeah. right yeah well i mean it's great being able to to just work out of your home office and yeah i mean mm-hmm. it seems like uh but a lot of people struggle with uh just staying focused right because mm-hmm. you know they think that oh you know yeah, i should probably like take care of the laundry or you know go and, and, and take care of this or that or something like that 
How do you how do you stay focused in the home office? You're kind of a pro at it. Well, right? I I get dressed every morning as if I'm going to work. Okay, good. And good. so I don't go down there in my jammies and <laughs> slippers. And I find that if you do that, if you have a regular schedule hmm. and you're at your desk, just as if you were, if you were in an office, say at you know nine o'clock every morning or eight o'clock or whenever it is, um, that really helps you to stay focused. Yeah, uh, yeah, I yeah. Think, you know, and 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 try to stay in the office and don't you know be going out in the kitchen and don't be going you know down to the basement or whatever it is um you know just to kind of stay you know focused on on your work and then um and i take a regular lunch hour and you know, just to give yourself a break. Good, so. good. Do you pack your lunch? Do you just take it into the office? And then... <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, actually, I'm out for lunch most of the time because that's what I when I'm meeting business associates or going to chamber membership lunches. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So I love that. So you you just kind of keep the regular habits and Correct. the the regular routine as if you were going into the yes, office. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I, I think that that's kind of the key thing. Because I mean, I, I I tell people that that I mean, your your success level is really kind of the the summation or maybe the multiplication of your habits. Right. So it seems like you you live that out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean I've never. I mean I'm ADD. So. <laughs> And uh, so I, I really have to work at it, but I, yeah. it becomes a habit after a while. You good, know? I good. mean, when I when I was in the corporate world, I had to be somewhere, you know, at eight in the morning or whatever it was. I just don't have the traffic, you know, yeah. right now, but which yeah. is great. But um, I've always, always, always kept regular hours, and then I, I usually uh, five o'clock. I I try to stop. Okay. Although I will admit that when I first started in business, I would work until two o'clock in the morning. You know, mm. mostly because I was picking Alex up from school, um, taking him to a friend's house, doing whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, that. my motto has always been family first. Yeah. And yeah. so you know, whatever the family needs comes before before mm-hmm. work, mm-hmm. Um, and then work has to fit in with family. Did you ever run into where that was like a problem with the client? You know, like, hey, I'm sorry, I got to take care of my son. Sorry, no, we're just going to reschedule. because most of my clients were the same. You know, they they either have, you know, kids in school. I think people understand that. Yeah. You know, I, I've run into it where people kind of really like fear that. Like like the, the client won't understand, you know, family or the issues come up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I try to reinforce them that most people are real people right. who have real lives. Right. And kind of going back to that target market conversation. like. Right. If you know if you're if your target market, or I mean, if your if your clients can't understand that, then right. maybe they're not part of your target market. <laughs> right, but I, I think in my case, I have you know, my customer service. I think is pretty stellar. So right. if I can't meet with them, you know, at two o'clock in the afternoon, um, because I something's come up, yeah, um, I'll later on get back in touch with them and i'll probably work on whatever it is you know right, at eight o'clock right. at night so it's they know that whatever it is i'm working on is if it's a newsletter for them or yeah. if it's a press release um they know i'll work on it that day it yeah. won't be it won't be backburnered in a week from now yeah so i i think if they know if they know um they know, like, and trust you and know your work habit and your ethics. Yeah. Um, I think they'll really understand that. But if you make a habit of, say, you know, saying, oh, something's come up at my kid's school and I can't meet with you, and then nothing gets done, then then I can see there would be a problem. But right, right. most of my clients uh, I make really good friends with. They're my friends. Right. Right. And I really care about their business and, and they know that, you know, I'm I'm part of their team. So Yeah. And I'm I'm moving their marketing forward. And if if, if they don't succeed, I don't succeed. Right. So 
Right. So that's an interesting concept too. Just kind of that the friendship, or mm-hmm. or maybe even keeping them close as family. I, I love that. I love that because some people say, "Oh, you can't mix friends and business," but I don't know. I mean, if you're if you're not doing business with people that you like, that you'd have friends. I mean, right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I, I think you know when you're a solopreneur, you yeah. really uh, get to pick and choose who you work with. Right. And um, not everybody is your customer. Right. I mean, uh, it has. To, it's almost like a marriage. Yeah. And they have to be on the same wavelength. Yeah. Otherwise, you're wasting their time and yours. That's good. That's so, good insight. Very, yeah. very good. So we just got like a minute or two real quick. Um, so, you know, again, if anybody needs to get a hold of you or they want to reach out to you, I mean, these, these, are, phenomenal. <laughs> these are phenomenal water bottles, first of all. You know, I love these. So what's a good way for them to reach out to you? Um, well, they can go to my, my website and okay. can contact me through there. Or they can email me, diane at promoexperts.com. Or um, they can call me, um, 636-458-5241. Okay, awesome. So, now, do you have any, any pearls of good marketing wisdom or anything like that for them? I mean, the, the target market one was asked was, was great. You know, if you're not if you're not doing business with people who are you can consider friends, then you know you can pick and choose. Remember that. So, what else? Do you have anything else? Wow. Um, well, I just think you know, like I say, not everybody is your customer. So yeah. you know, look looking uh, for pearls. Um, in your database, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, and uh, you have to, like I say, you have to kind of hit them several times, you know, to get a lead. Um, uh, that's a good one. Yeah. Multiple, multiple touches because mm-hmm. people kind of just mm-hmm. let them go, if, you know, at the first no. Absolutely. Don't let them go at the first no. Is that? Can there I quote you, you on that? It's not no. It's just <laughs> no, not now. Right, right. <laughs> All right. Well, this is Matt Barbie. Time for success. Business owner mom's edition. Thank you, everyone. <laughs>